marketing is just relationship building and storytelling. And if you can do those two things well, you're going to crush it at marketing. I'm Susanna. And I'm Audrey. And this is Everything is Copy. A podcast for dreamers and go-getters. Who also like to have a glass of wine and watch trashy reality TV from time to time. We're two copywriters who said peace out to our previous careers and publishing and teaching to do what we want for a living instead. And this is where we talk about, well, everything. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Everything is Copy. I'm Audrey, and I'm sick today. So welcome to the flummiest voice of all time. And I'm Susanna, and I just, like, smiled at myself for, like, the first 30 seconds while Audrey was talking to herself. I do that too when you do the intros. I'm just like, la la la, here oh, we are. Look at me. My yeah. hair is so greasy. Well, anyways, how's your day? Oh, <laughs> don't get me started. I feel like well, I always kick this off just like having complaints, but like this week has truly been unlike any it's Monday. other week. It's no, Monday. I, I know, <laughs> no, I mean like the past week. So fully from the last week, let me just give you like a short recap. Um, we had to take Wally to urgent care last Tuesday because he was puking and, among other things, he got into some berries at the park that apparently are edible but didn't react well with him. So urgent care last week, he um, is also just the clumsiest kid of all time. I posted on my Instagram stories about this last week, too, which when this comes out, it'll be a couple weeks ago. But He's had a couple big like falls and bumps. He has like a big goose egg on his forehead, a scrape on his nose. (sighs) Yesterday, he got stung by a bee and his whole whole arm swelled up and became like so hivey and red that we were like, and he was crying. We weren't sure if he was crying so hard and wheezing from that or if he was having an allergic reaction. So we went to the ER last oh night. Oh, my God. Audrey. I know. I haven't even filled you in on any of this. Welcome to my life. Um, I'm sick. And what else? I spilled coffee in my bed today when I was working from bed. So that's my life. Welcome to yeah. Everything is Awful. <laughs> this is not a part of our show where we just get to start things off. Actually, we usually start things off saying what we're loving, but I just, I had to get that all off no, of my chest. So that's, yeah. And tomorrow we, I'm hoping I feel better. I do not have COVID. I've tested, but we're flying to Austin for a wedding. So I'm hoping that I just like turn a corner tonight so that travel is not miserable tomorrow. You know what you need to go get because I can tell you have like a cold. So this is going to sound weird, but I'm convinced the magic remedy for a cold and I didn't use it a couple weeks ago and I had a cold. So um, Alka-Seltzer cold. What? I I don't know. Isn't that like, yeah, it's like for heartburn. Yeah. So it's usually for like stomach issues, but they have a cold and flu Alka-Seltzer. It is. I, I don't know what it is about it, but it it's like the most consistent help to me when I'm sick. I've never heard of it. I wonder also, there's a lot of things you can't take while pregnant. I'll have oh. to see if that's one of them. I know. That's the thing. Like, oh. I wish I could take NyQuil because I'm sleeping so terrible. Yep. But it's just um, one you, of those times. You can't take it. I just Googled it. Uh, can't? No, you can't. Okay, great. Well, I'll just keep trucking um, along then. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, let's move on. How are you doing? Oh man. You know what? I'm pretty good today. It's very rainy here. And so I'm having a hard time. I, I love it too. So I'm having a hard time like getting my shit together but it's good focusing yeah it's hard not to just like crawl into your covers and go to sleep on those days yeah but Audrey what are you loving this week what's making you happy and joyful oh Audrey's like literally nothing definitely not this bird squawking let me also just explain my setup I have like a stand-up desk outside right now um my stand-up desk is our grill because oh my god like i've mentioned you know like i've mentioned before i can't record inside our house when my son is napping cuz like i can't you can't speak full volume it wakes him up and we have our washer and dryer in our garage so i can't be out there so i am just standing in the corner of our yard where like he probably can't hear me through the walls it's a whole thing surely scene. he can't surely he can't but, okay, my loving this week is so random. I really had to dig deep this week because, <laughs> as I mentioned, it's it's we've been struggling. But before travel or before an event or anything, I always give myself an at-home eyebrow tint. And I wanted to share the product I use because if you ever have wanted to get your eyebrows tinted or get them tinted, like I've been to eyebrow places that charge up to $20 mm-hmm. just for the tint where I got this stuff from Amazon. It's called, let me look real quick, Goad for it. It's G-O-D-E-F-R-O-Y tint kit. And I get medium brown. Um, And it's literally like the same stuff. It lasts for probably two weeks, I would say, depending on, I use like face oil as part of my like face routine. If you don't use oil, I, I bet it last a little bit longer. Um. But it's so easy to use at home and I like will just like kind of clean up my eyebrows and then put this stuff on for two minutes and it's just the nicest thing and you don't have to like do your eyebrows, yeah, you know, as much when you're doing your makeup. So <laughs> very random this week, but I was like, no, hmm, I love what, what do I, what is bringing me joy? Okay. I did my eyebrows today. What can I dig deep and find? I actually got my yeah. eyebrows threaded for the first time in a hot minute because I love threading. Well, I was on FaceTime with my best friend and she goes, your eyebrows look like caterpillars. And I was like, oh, you're probably right. That's so actually a compliment them. these days. I mean, yeah, eyebrows no, are in. they were bad. They were bad. Ooh. They were everywhere. I was like, it, I knew I needed it, but it hurts so bad. And it never feels less painful to me. I don't care how many times I go get it done. I know. I, I still do think it's better than waxing. Like it doesn't hurt as bad as waxing, but Ooh, well, waxing, they always come back and tweeze a bit. And, yes, and no matter that. what, both of them always make me like it makes my sinuses start going oh, and I sneeze. like sneeze. Yeah. yeah. I cry. Like I, yeah, that I, too, I, that oh too. Oh my God. And it's, I always just feel so embarrassed. I'm like, I feel like the lady, I go to this place called Wink in Uptown Dallas. And yeah, I used to like, go there. And the same lady has been doing my eyebrows for. I don't even know however long I've been there. And every time I go there, she does not remember me. Like the amount of people that they see every day is like incredible. Yeah. But I just feel like I disappoint her every time I go in there. Why? She's looking at me like so stern. Oh, I cry. Yeah, and I'm pretty- just like, I'm so sorry. Oh, the tears are disappointing her. I'm You're sure stronger they see that time. You're a stronger uh, person than me. <laughs> yeah. No, I sneeze. I cry. Actually, though, I haven't. I don't have a place close by here that I like to go and waxing makes me break out. So I yeah, just same. haven't been getting my eyebrows done, but I'll like pluck them up a bit 
you don't look too closely right now. I can't <laughs> but, see him. Um, but the tint at home actually makes them look so clean and nice and like you don't have to wear makeup and it's just Love it. easy. What Love are you it. loving? Um, so I am loving something I was influenced by you to buy. And no way. What would that be? Viori joggers. <gasps> oh, Viori, yes. Viori, Viori. Viori. I don't know how to say yeah, it either. V-U-O-R-I. So Audrey told me about these joggers like years ago, probably like two really? years ago at this point. Oh, and wow. I have been wanting just like some more workout clothes slash lounge clothes. So that's pretty much what I live in. Um, but I just didn't want to buy any more Lulu because I, I mean, I love Lulu women. I'm never going to stop loving it, but I was like, I don't really need, like, I feel like I can't justify buying like a crew neck from Lulu women. Cause I'm like, I'm not trying to spend a $200. So I got yeah. two pairs of the joggers, which are the ones you love. And then I got a pair of leggings. I have the leggings too that I love. I love them. And then a crew neck. I think that's all I got. Um, and I'm obsessed with it. I wore the leggings today to go to spin class and I was really surprised at how well they stayed up mostly because Mm -hmm. since I love like my line leggings and like my speed up tight, um, Lulu, I usually don't like any other leggings that I wear. I know kind of a snob about them. And I always feel like they fall down or they roll up or they're too hot. Like I accidentally, not accidentally, all of my like good leggings were dirty a couple weeks ago. And so I had to wear this old pair of outdoor voices leggings that I had. I was miserable while I was working out. I was like, these are so uncomfortable. Oh, they're really hot, like itchy. And I guess I've never worn them, but I've, I've always thought of it as a nice brand. I've never really liked the material of their leggings. It's like, it feels very stiff versus like other leggings that feel like soft and like they move with you. But anyways, so I wasn't expecting that much out of these leggings, but I love them. I love everything. They I got. are great. It feels like butter. They're kind of all comparable. Of it. Yes. They're really soft. They're kind of comparable price wise to Lululemon, but not, I think they're a little bit less and, I and like they're, leggings. they're different. Yeah. I felt like their leggings and stuff were comparable, but like they're like tops. I was looking through I all their other tops that was nice. a lot like less. Yeah. So I got a crew neck. I think it was like $70, which like I-, I live in crew neck. So like I will pay for a crew neck. Yeah. And I was like super impressed by how thick it was and like how cute yeah. it was when I took it out. So that's my loving this week. Cool. Wow. I'm, I don't even remember telling you that I love yeah. them so much, but they yeah, are look, great. It stuck. It stuck with me. It stuck with me. Yeah. Wow. Okay, what, what are, are you learning? Oh, okay, I'll, I'll do mine, <laughs> I guess, first. I can do mine if you want. Um, well, I will just, I guess, go quick. We So we celebrated amid all of our chaos this week. It's actually been, <laughs> we've had some nice moments. We celebrated our fourth anniversary Woo-hoo. a few days ago. And I found myself being like a little bit, um, not even sad, but just like, oh, like last year we we had this cute like weekend getaway. We went to we live in Sonoma County, but we live like an hour from Sonoma, the town. We went down to Sonoma, the town and just had this amazing weekend. And like sometimes in my head, I build up special occasions to be mm-hmm. to need to be these big things every single time. And like they don't they're not always going to be that way. And so yeah. we did. We had a nice dinner at home and we are going when we're out of town this week, we're going to have like a nice dinner out while my in-laws watch Wally. But like 
I was just like, why do I do that? I think it's like a comparison thing I'm realizing or just like even comparing to myself of yeah. past times. Same with like birthdays. If I had like a really great birthday the year before, I'm like, I got to top it or I have to do something comparable. And that's really not you can't always do that. It's just, it's not realistic and it doesn't make the day and the memory any less special because you're not doing something huge this year. The way I just said that sounded like Donald Trump. That was so weird. <laughs> it but did not sound like him. Huge. Luckily. Um, okay. Luckily, it didn't sound like him. Okay, good. Uh, so anyways, I just, I, once I kind of had that realization on Friday when we were celebrating, I was like, you know what? this is special and it is nice just because we're not on a trip, a getaway or doing something big. It doesn't make it any less of uh, a milestone to celebrate. And it became just a lot less pressured in my mind and a lot more fun to celebrate. So yeah, my friend Kelsey has always kind of been that way too, where she has just like had a hard time like wanting to top everything like well this yeah. trip wasn't as fun as the last time we came here and yeah I get that because I've seen her I've like I guess I've had I've dealt with that a little bit but I feel like I watched it with her like she'll become almost like pessimistic about the event that's coming up because she thinks it can't top the event that already happened Oh, yeah. And so See, I, I don't know if I go, get pessimistic. I just yeah. get sad if it's not yeah. going to be this as big or yeah, I guess it is. That is a little bit pessimistic. But yeah, I get that. I tried to go like all Yoda on her and I was like living in the past. But, and she was like, shut up. And I was like, OK. Yeah, I'm sure she <laughs> loved that. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I get that. I feel like yeah. I do too. Yeah, I think just to like realizing it like just changed it for me. I was like, oh wait, not every year is going to be a big trip. And like we, two years ago for our anniversary, we just did a nice dinner out and I was pregnant at that time too. And, and like looking back at that dinner is so sweet and special and no less sweet and special than our nice trip that we did last year. So it's just like, that's what it's about is like spending time together and like celebrating the milestone, not what you're doing to celebrate the milestone. Although there will be plenty of times for like big fun things too. So yeah. Love that. What are you learning? Um, I'm learning that basil plants require literally so much work to keep alive. And they I require a full ass degree. I am struggling. I have bought, okay. I've probably purchased 10 basil plants over the years. Like just those little like $5 basil plants you get it, you get in the grocery store. And I'm convinced they do something to them because they look so healthy at the grocery store and then they die three days after coming home. Well, I am on a mission to keep this basil plant alive. She has now been alive for eight days, which is considerably longer than any other basil plant. say like eight weeks or something. Eight days. days. Okay. Um, I'm looking at her right now. It's her her eight-day birthday. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's her eight-day birthday. She's just a little over a week old. I'm determined to keep this mother basil plant alive. I'm determined. But I just, like I said, I'm learning. They require literally so much water, so much work. I'm like, it's basil. It shouldn't be that complicated. But It's an herb. Yeah, herbs should just oh like, my God. like sustain themselves. But I am on a mission to keep this basil plant alive and in my heart and in my apartment. So, yeah, it's your baby. I know. I'm going out of town this weekend. and. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Red flag number one. Bring it with you. 
I so I thought about taking it with me, and my mom said that <laughs> I could I could just bring the basil plant over to her house, and she's watching my dog this weekend. And I was like thinking to myself, like I know my mom, she know water and a plant. I was like, yeah, is, is this where are we are we gonna make it to two weeks alive? Oh no, we'll need an update next week. I I will <laughs> give you one. I'm going to I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. Cause I'm like, I feel like it, it really would die if I put it in the car with me on the three hour drive to it Austin. It depends on how hot it is. And I, I, I feel like it could spill and like there would be dirt everywhere. So yeah. I'm going to take it to my mom's. I'm going to remind her twice a day to water the plant and we're going to see what happens. We need a TikTok series about your I'm trying to your keep the basil plant alive. Pet basil. Yeah. And her name, name is basil. Her name oh, is okay. Okay. Very creative. For yeah, I'm sure people are looking at you like really copywriter. <laughs> basil. <laughs> Can you come up with something better than that? Cutie patootie. Okay. <laughs> what what is a no from you besides your life? Besides my life. I know I had to like pinpoint one thing. My one thing that I pinpointed was I didn't mention this in the very top of the episode, but on top of all those other joyous occasions and things going on, um, I have a pimple the size of a dime on my chin right now. Like it is hormonal, probably the biggest pimple I've ever had, which my last pregnancy or my pregnancy with Wally, I had the best skin of my life. And I really haven't had like many breakouts at all during this pregnancy. But like, I think just the stress of this week, (laughs) all of a sudden it just came out of nowhere, like to the point where the lymph node underneath my chin is also swollen because it's just like so inflamed and infected. Uh This is probably disgusting to hear about, but (laughs) it is not fun. And it's a no. It's my big no for me, which I think I've had another no before on the podcast where that was like adult acne. And I'm just, I'm going to double down on that one today. Yep. Because why? I'm 30. This shouldn't be happening anymore. I know. Why, why, why? why? There, so. there is like nothing as frustrating. And there's nothing you can do about this nope. kind of pimple. There's like, I tried, I tried last night and I instantly regretted it. I made it more painful. And you could go, me. you could go get a cortisone shot. Can I while pregnant? <laughs> I don't know. Let's Google it. Can I? This is becoming like a pregnancy education. Cortisone <laughs> shot while pregnant. Let's see. Hydrocortisone also, injections can be used in pregnancy and breastfeeding. Okay. Wow. That's one injection you can get. Can't get Botox, yeah. but I can get cortisone. Good to know. Yeah. Great. Well, where I guess I would have to go back to the dermatologist. Ur- urgent care. Oh, okay. No, you should really go to dermatologist. Maybe even like estheticians couldn't do it, but like maybe where you get your facial, if there's like PAs yeah. or something, they can give you one. No, it's just she runs her own studio. She's just an esthetician. But yeah, maybe I'll look, uh, look into, into that. that. Look into that girl. Because <laughs> it's so... It is so painful. I was just going to ice it tonight and say a prayer and that's it. Say a prayer. What's your no this week? Um, I'll keep mine super short and simple. Um, um, Last Monday, I popped my tire while oh. driving. I think I might have even said this. I don't even know. But I popped my tire on a pothole. I got out of my car. I think I did. I think I did tell you this already on this last week's episode, but Got out of the car and but there's a follow-up. Oh, there's a follow-up. Let me tell you. (laughs) You're air rushing from the tire. So of course, I don't have 
roadside assistance on my car insurance, which is absolutely ridiculous because the amount I pay, um, just don't even get me started. But yeah, I had to pay a hundred dollars for someone to come put a spare on my car. Whereas my mom's advice was ask one of your friends with a boyfriend or husband to come do it. Like, ah. hmm. So I know I remember a Tyra episode when I was growing up that like Tyra. showed showed the quick. I loved Tyra. It showed the quickest, um, like easiest explanation of changing your tire. And I knew how to change a tire and jump a car because of that show. Um, like jump a battery. I mean, not just like a random car. I can't um, jump. I can't jump a battery. I do know how to do okay. that. Well, the tire thing too, I was like, oh, the way they explained, I was like, I could absolutely do this. I never had to. I have had to jump batteries, but my car has like a tire lock on it or something. So it's like, oh gosh. So yeah, no. Yeah. 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 That's not a DIY project. No. So I went to discount tire after first the dealership telling me it was going to cost $370 a tire. And then I was probably going to have to get Mm. So I went to discount tire. It was a lot cheaper. Had to get two tires. Then they rotated the two new ones back in my car. I will also say that I've literally had my car for two years. It did not need new tires, but whatever. Well, then on Thursday night, I am driving home from therapy after I had like such a good hour of therapy. And I was like, wow, I'm feeling very emotional release. Yeah. I'm like feeling like I'm my highest self. I hit a pothole and I texted my friend's group message and I said I just hit the same pothole that I hit on Monday if I get up to the top of the garage and my tire is flat I am jumping off my third story balcony (laughs) and uh, lo and behold lo and behold guys okay yeah it was flat yeah it was flat but I thought you know what you know what this is okay because Surely it's under warranty. Road hazard warranty because they're new tires. So I call discount tire the next morning. And he's like, oh, um, so we'll have to order two more again. And it will be $530 again. Um, because I, you know, already paid that once this week. And I said, Oh, I thought they were under warranty. Um, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, Well, our tires under warranty, but we rotated them to the back of the car. And put your back tires on the front of the car. I popped oh my the front of the car tire. So he was like, you're going to have to get two more. So in three, no, in four days, I spent $1,060 on new tires. And tires that is a no so expensive. me. I know. And that my cars aren't even that big. Terrible. But yeah, my tires like are a weird size. And so they cost a little more and they had to be like ordered. So I, the, I had to get up at seven on Saturday morning and get to the tire shop before they opened. They were really quick and they were really nice. But like when I went and I was waiting in line, um, the guy helping me, he goes, weren't you just here? And I said, <laughs> yeah, I was. So that's the no for me. But what is a Did- yes for me? Did you ever get a hold of the city of Dallas? Because that no, is I that is a really dangerous thing. I haven't done it yet. I need to like add that to my list. Um, <laughs> As though we don't have enough going on. Yes. Okay. Um, oh. But I'm just not expecting much. So I'm kind of like, well, what are they going to do? Like, they're going to be like, you stupid idiot. Who hits the same pothole twice in three days? That is, well, if it's like 
in the road. It's and not it's that right hard by to my miss. apartment. And I know, yeah. I know that if I did it, I know I'm not the only one who's done it. If I were you, I'd go out there and put cones around that and like just be like, I'm helping you, city of Dallas. Literally, it's so ridiculous. And so that was my no for me. But um, what is a yes for me as our guest today? Yes. Great transition. Wow. Yeah. Love that. We have, well, we're about to do, you know, our famous hashtag long and weird podcast intro. So you're going to hear all about her, but we have Jen Olmstead of Tonic Sight Shop on the show today and she is great and hilarious and you're going to love it. And she's so easy to talk to and so wise, but not in a preachy way, which is my favorite kind of person. Like, I feel like I learned so much from her. So get ready. And here she is. See you on the other side. On today's episode, we're welcoming Jen Olmstead of Tonic Sight Shop, and the marketing slash copy nerds in us are so excited. Jen is an amazingly talented website designer, marketer, and co-founder of Tonic, a fully customizable website template shop for modern, stylish creatives. Beyond building some of the most stunning websites we've personally seen, and we've seen a lot, Jen also runs the Tonic Instagram page, which is truly a goldmine of marketing, messaging, and launching knowledge. She manages to make everything equal parts applicable, interesting, funny, and well-researched, and creates content that actually makes your website and copy more appealing to your audience. She's famous for her hashtag long and weird marketing newsletters that have made both of us laugh out loud on multiple occasions. I have reread the dinosaur things one at least three times. She lives in Northern Virginia in a gorgeous home with her equally gorgeous fam and is such a badass. We cannot wait to chat and soak in all of her wisdom, even if we have differing opinions on Jurassic World. Jen, so happy to have you on the show. That was the best intro ever. I'm going to send this to my mom to explain to her what it is I do for a living. I think that was very helpful. So thank you very much. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to just be done now. Um, That's it. That's all. Yeah. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm also nerding out. So I'm glad. Love it. Love it. We are longtime followers and fans. I'm so excited to talk to you. And to kick off the show, we always start with what we're loving this week, learning this week, and something that's a big fat no from us this week. So we want to hear what you are loving right now. Yes. Well, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm obsessing this week over Goodles um, macaroni yes. and cheese, the Goodles macaroni <laughs> and cheese brand. I just wrote a whole like long post about it, basically just fangirling about their marketing and their copy because I was like reading the back of their box in my kitchen while my hangry children were clamoring around me. And I like kind of absentmindedly picked it up. And then as I started reading, I was like, holy crap, who wrote this? This is the best marketing copy I've read in so long. So I'm like nerding out. I pull up their website. It's also <laughs> awesome. And I was like, children gather around. <laughs> like I have to read you this box. And they're like, cool, mom, this is great. Um, and so thankfully I, I wrote this whole post about them and I, this is breaking news. They just reached out and were like, would you like to try our new flavor? And so I'm yeah. like, I know. You're going to become a Goodles influencer. That's so cool. I know. A Goodles no influencer. word on like an affiliate link or like, yeah. any, they're probably going to send me like one box, but I was like, this was so worth it. Like this was so just worth so it. worth the, the six hours I spent writing that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Relatable. We they get do that. have, they have the cutest it's brand. So cute. It's it, so cute. 
Yeah, I'm obsessed. That's like I've never heard of it before either. And I'm like, I must try this now, especially my one and a half year old would love it, I'm sure. And (laughs) I would love the branding. So it's just like a win win all the way around. It's a win win. It's nutritious. And then if you know, if you go read our post, but the whole like the whole brand is like, we're actually kind of saving the world and making the world a better place via mac and cheese. And I just am so impressed that somehow they were able to make that like flawless flawless tie-in um but the mac and cheese what I don't really talk about in the post is that the mac and cheese is also quite good so really good. <laughs> that, it wasn't just branded too. like you know I was like this is also delicious so yeah. um so yeah loving loving um Google's mac and cheese check it out I'll keep you posted on my affiliate link I'm learning <laughs> Something I'm learning this week is um, that you don't have to do things that other people think you should do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am a people pleaser just to my very, very earnest little core. Um, And so I'm a people pleaser and an achiever. So I really like achieving um, people pleasing. (laughs) Um, And so it's a a really, yeah, it's a, it's a definitely a killer combination. And so I have to be really careful, but something, you know, for example, this week, we've had so many people be like, okay, you guys are designers, you know, you should be like teaching other designers to do what you do. And we get so many requests for that. And I just feel this like overwhelming sense of guilt that I'm like not pouring back into the designer community. And Mm -hmm. then I just had to like realize this week, like that doesn't have to be my job. I want to educate our community. I like educating about marketing and all those things. And if designers want to learn from that, great. But I don't have to be someone that like creates this entire like designer education business because that's not where my heart is. And that's okay. Even if a lot of people are like, you should totally do this. People want to learn learn this from you. I'm like, you know what? It's all right to say like, no, that's not, that's not what I feel led to do. So um, that's something I'm learning not to feel like compelled to do things just because people think you should. And then um, my big fat no today is (laughs) glitter. Oh, (laughs) feeling really anti-glitter today because we have some dear friends staying with us for a week and they have three children and I have three children. And so our house is like a petting zoo right now. (laughs) It's loud. It's a little chaotic. My, my children are like somehow somewhat feral. And I'm like, we only added three children. Like what happened? But there's a very sweet little boy who's staying with us and he's somehow managed to find the glitter on multiple occasions that was hidden in the back of our cat and it's mm. all over oh it's just, no you'll it's find everywhere. it oh my god you'll find it for years yeah. I, they just had hands full of glitter and I was like no coming from and this is now the second time and I'm like okay the first time was like his mistake the second time is my mistake right like, <laughs> I, like if I didn't learn <laughs> I should have lit it on fire thrown it out of the house like put it up on a tall shelf some combo of those things so I'm a big like no no I'm not the uh, fun mom with yeah, glitter anymore never I I don't know if I'm like the craftiest mom anyways but I don't know I'm pretty sure I will never be buying glitter myself and if someone buys me glitter I will have a vendetta for that person so <laughs> they hate you they secretly yeah. hate you I know it's like it's like no, why did you give me this toy that makes a sound? Like, why yeah. do you think, like, why, what did I ever do? So yeah, glitter, mm-hmm. glitter is like, is, is a no. Um, it's, so that anyway, no, I love children. No, that reminds me of, I was like in drill team in high school. And then I ended up teaching high school for three years after college at my same high school. And I was the assistant drill team director and I had to take glitter home to do something a couple of years ago. And when I tell you, I found it in like the crevices of my room and clothing and like oh, it, yeah. all I did I don't even remember what I was doing I think I was like fixing costumes it was like a one-day thing I didn't spill it 
I still found it for literally eight months. So I know crevices is like such a visceral word too. As soon as you say the word crevices, I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, but it's like the wrapping paper, you know, the wrapping paper that has glitter on it. And then Mm -hmm. like, or like the bows that for Christmas that have glitter on it. And that suddenly it's just, it's just everywhere. And I'm like, this is just terrible manufacturing. Like whose idea? Like, can we secure this in some way? Like this is, it's 2022. Like let's lock this down. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you're, if you're putting glitter on like a decor item or whatever, like please laminate over that. Like please don't portion the rest of us with your design, design decision. (laughs) Paper mache. I don't like, there's gotta be some sort of option, but yeah. Yeah. We are with you. Okay. Well, let's pivot a little bit because I, know that we are just big fans of you and Tonic and all that you share with your audience. But we'd love to hear a little bit about the origin story of Tonic because you've been doing this for a while now. And I want to hear about what you did before starting the company with your co-founder and then how it kind of came to what it is today. Yeah. Well, I was born in 1985. No, um, <laughs> we'll, we won't go back quite that far. Um, yeah. So I started out um, as a journalism major. So that's where like the deep, deep love of words and story and comms comes yes, from. And you're um, such an amazing writer. I'm always like, she's a designer, but she's also a writer, like a really good writer. You know, it's really funny though, because I wasn't writing for our brand really until like a year and a half ago. Um, and anyway, so we'll, t- we'll talk about that in a second, but I graduated with a degree in journalism. And then after college, all of my friends either got married, um, or started photography businesses. There were like, those mm-hmm. were the two options. Um, so I designed like people were like, Hey, Jen, like, I know you can do this kind of thing. Can you like design me some wedding invitations? I did that. Then the, you know, the people were like, can you design me a logo? And I was like, yeah, I could probably do that. So I did those things just kind of on the side. I was teaching piano. You know, I just had these like multiple, multiplicity of side hustles happening. Um, <laughs> And then someone was like, can you design me a website for my new logo to live in? Um, And I was like, no, (laughs) I don't do that. I don't code. Like, that's not my bag. I know I'm going to ruin a developer's life because I'm going to need like everything to be exactly right on your your website. And I can't, I can't just can't put through someone through that hell. Um, (laughs) And so... Then I so I heard about Show It, the website platform that we use, and they were like, no, 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 you don't have to know, know how to code. You can just use this platform. And so Show It was also just starting out, and um, it was like all flash, like you know, just terrible yeah. for, for SEO and anything at the time. And so I built my first website using Show It, and I was like, the great thing about it is that I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I didn't know anything about the rules of website design or like where a logo should go or like that there should be a clear menu. I knew nothing. Um, but because of that, I was, I wasn't really constrained by like any limitations. And so my website like looked really cool and people were like, who designed this? This is like not what a normal website was supposed to look like. And hell if I do, you know, I was like, I don't know. I just thought it'd be really cool to like have these like cool borders and whatever else. So I started um, really just by word of mouth, all of a sudden my business just kind of took off because I designed a website for one person. I designed a website for another person. And the great thing about website design is that each of your pieces of work is basically a billboard Mm -hmm. um, for more work. And so, you know, one thing kind of led to another, led to another. And then as I mentioned earlier, as like, you know, a people pleaser to the end, all of a sudden I was like booked. I was charging a lot of money. I felt like, I think it was like, you know, $2,000. And I was like, I can't imagine like charging more money than this. And like, I can't help all these people. All these people are so great. They're asking me if I'm going to design websites for them. And I'm having to say no over and over. 
hate saying no. <laughs> and um, at the time, there was no such thing as like a nice website template. Yeah. That just did not exist. I mean, we're talking like almost 10 years ago. That did not exist. And so it was either like you spent, you know, $10,000 on a beautiful custom design website or you like sucked it out <laughs> and like just gritted it out until you could afford that. Um, and there was like, you know, maybe a few WordPress templates that were like a hundred bucks and they were all terrible. Yeah. So we were just kind of like, I, I don't know, just, I had this like sense of like, this is not right. Like the justice part of me was like really activated. And I was like, this sucks. And around that same time, I met Jeff Shipley, my business partner in a Facebook group, um, in, you oh, know, an wow. internet love story for the ages, and <laughs> very platonic love story. But, um, we were in a designer Facebook group and I posted one of my websites one late one night, like the night beforehand saying like, Hey, does anyone see anything wrong with this? And sweet, sweet Jeff was like, I see a thousand things. Um, wrong with this <laughs> and he went through like I think he probably had a ruler um out and was like this is like slightly inaligned and like this right here is like a little bit off um so he found like perfected my website for me as a stranger in the middle of the night and I was like this yeah. is a great person like this is a good Aww. human yeah it was just such a sweet thing like I think some people might have been offended but I was like this person cared enough to like go through yeah. and like they he didn't know me so that was really cool. And we finally met in person. And, you know, in one of those decisions, that's like either your best decision or worst decision ever. Mm -hmm. We like immediately decided to go into business together. We were like, we should do we're something. Yeah. And I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I'm like such a big believer in professional chemistry. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I think 100%. it's just the same thing as like dating chemistry or relationship. Can There's just this level of like, this is a good vibe well like and you, you can should... feel when it's off too like yes. like if you're meeting with a, a new client and you're like something just doesn't feel right like you can tell that way too but when it just clicks it's like magic and you know it's gonna like like you just know it is like dating yeah. you just have this feeling yeah I totally get you that. just know I know same thing with Jenna like when I first met Jenna mm -hmm. I was like this is, this is good. You know, we both had that sense of like, oh, we're going to like do stuff together. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Jeff and I were like, we should figure out something to do together. Um, he was in kind of having the same experience of like having more work than he knew what to do with. And we were like, we should launch a line of templates that don't suck. Like what if we like could create the cure for the common website template? Yeah. Um, and adorably looking back, like we did some things very right. And then some things just so terribly wrong that are adorable. Like we had this idea that we should have a mailing list because we we're like, oh, and I'm like, we were so ahead of our time, like, like knowing that we should have like captured emails, but our method of capturing emails was just people sending them to us and we would put them in a <laughs> yeah. spreadsheet and then did nothing with them. Like That's so cute, guys. Um, so we launched Tonic in 2013 and we designed 12 website templates at once and they were all named after cocktails because we thought that would be really fun. Um, there was no mention of the word website or template on our website because we were like trying to be very like cool and kind of like the speakeasy of <laughs> design. <laughs> we're like looking back, our homepage literally had no text on it. It said like tonic and it was like shop and like it was and very were, cool. like, what am I shopping for? We'll see. No clue. 
Yeah, it was like a lot of like cocktail puns and very little about like what the actual product was. And but somehow it worked like people liked the vibe and they it was different. You know, they met a need. And so we had this like really successful first year, you know, almost as through no fault of our own, basically. And we were like, oh, is this like the passive revenue people like talk about? This is like I slept last night and something sold. So it was just this bug we caught instantly of like, number one, getting to help a lot of people that we couldn't have said yes to otherwise. And number two, like generating some passive revenue, which at the time, I think I like just gotten pregnant with my first kiddo. And I, I knew like, oh, I can't keep like killing myself and working long hours. Um, I need to have something that's like more passive, um, at least coming in that I can depend on. So um, that was kind of the the origin story. And then basically it's just continued at that time. It was very much a side hustle of like, well, we'll just like release a collection of templates. We'll let them sell. And we're going to still be full-time designers on our own. Um, yeah. And so we continued that, like we didn't do much to market tonic really at all. At that time I was like, I hate marketing. I'm a designer. Uh, I'm not a business person. Oh, like, the this tables is... have turned. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I'm the biggest like recovering. Like I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, I'm not a marketer. I'm bad yeah. at business. Those are like the things I told myself and told people all the time. Um, yeah. So if you're listening and you're like, I'm not a marketer, I'm bad at business. Just know like you, that's not true. So <laughs> you just need to find a way a to do bit. it. Be- I love that because your approach to marketing is very different than probably like anyone I've seen. And not in that you're like coming up with these brand new ideas, but your approach is different. So how did you come around to like actually enjoying marketing? Was it like kind of marrying your love of writing and storytelling with it? Or is it a combination of things? How did you, how did that transition happen? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So, um, I would say almost about two years ago, um, we had this kind of stark realization and it really all began with our email list and it began with our email list about two years ago, because at that time I listened to our sweet friend, Jenna and Jenna was like, you have to build an email list. You know, email is what you own. And I was like, yes, (laughs) ma'am. So we did that. You know, we had a quiz, our brand cocktail quiz. We got a lot of emails And I was like, now we just need to email these people. What the hell do I email these people? And so I would write some of the emails and they would be like, you know, these people launched websites with our, with our, this template, or like, here are some ways to make your website better. People on our team would write them. And every Friday we would send them out. And what really began to happen is that that, like, we would almost never send one because I didn't like them. I hated Mm -hmm. writing them. And I was like, who even wants this? Like, I don't want this, but I know I'm supposed to do this. Like, this is what people say to send. And then just this one day I was like really bored and procrastinating about something important that I needed to do. And I like looked down at our email signature in Gmail and I was like, this is embarrassing. Like, you know, (laughs) it just wasn't designed well. It wasn't cute. And I was like, I should take the time right now to like make our email signature pretty. So I did. And I was like researching and it turns out it was like pretty easy. And so I was like, you know what? I bet other people have had the same experience of like seeing this thing and being frustrated and they don't know how to fix it. And now I do, I should help them. Um, And so I wrote this really random long email about like Nick Miller from New Girl. The best. Cinderella. (laughs) Yeah. Oddly sexy. We can talk about that in a second. Don't really understand it. I, yeah, it's scary, but yeah, but it's yeah Nick Miller, Nick Miller it. for life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wrote this whole long thing and it was like, really had nothing to do with our product. 
I did like link to a blog post, I think with a tutorial and, and I got like a hundred emails back that were like, Oh my gosh, this is so helpful. This was so funny. Like I've been so frustrated with my email signature and, and I love your writing and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, holy crap, we've never gotten a response to our yeah. emails before. And it was like crack. It was like, you know, it was like yeah, straight crack yeah. open. And I was like, that felt good. Um, and that was cool. The personal connection I loved. I love that we help people do something. And what what really happened is that I tapped into a frustration that was shared, an observation that was shared. You know, Nick Miller, people were like, yeah, me too, right? Like, my email signature also sucks. I also love Nick Miller. This was funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, M- there's multi, multi layers there. Yes, so many layers. And so I think that was really the turning point of like, first of all, we don't have to send the emails that everyone says that we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. I can send the emails that I want to read because chances are, if I want to read it, then someone else will too. Absolutely. And then number two, like when you solve problems for people and help them with something or share a core observation, that's relationship building and marketing is relationship building. Marketing is just relationship building and storytelling. And if you can do those two things well, you're going to crush it at marketing. And I was like, wait, that is something I'm good at. Like, have I been telling myself all the time that I can't do this? Because that, that's something that I've always loved and that I love yes. to do. And yeah. all of a sudden I would like write for our brand. Cause I wrote, like I wrote our website copy, but that was pretty much it. Um, our Instagram, I wasn't writing. And so that was the beginning of the shift. And so all of a sudden, like each week I send out like a very random, um, email that usually ties back in some way to business. So there is like a connection to the brand, um, and to our products. And then on Instagram too, in the past, um, six months, it took us that long to realize like I should also do that on Instagram. Um, but (laughs) now, yeah, but now like that's really been the common thread of like, leaning into those, those talents and those disparate ideas that didn't feel like they fit into the brand. Sure enough. Like that's really what's made our content really special yeah. and not to people. Oh, I love it. I love it. Long almost answer. as much as I love Nick Miller. Oh, <laughs> that's high praise. Very oh high my praise. gosh. I actually bought an iPad of this week because I wanted to watch TV in my room before I go to bed. I don't have a TV in there. So last night I watched the episode um, where Nick like sings landslide in his room by himself. Yes. Pop is like thinking that oh. Jeff Smith and I'm like, God, this show's brilliant. It's so brilliant. Brilliant. It's so brilliant. I don't, I don't fully understand. Yeah, no, it's, it's excellent. Although I think this season, wait, what's the, what's the, what's his girlfriend that was played by Megan Fox. I was like, this uh, borderline. Yeah, I don't like borderline that. lost me like I don't know guys but yeah it, they still they pulled it out men but those early seasons especially are uh, like elite I perfect. think I only watched season one so uh, I'm like <laughs> you oh, should go back I, mean, I think I it know, found I its stride season yeah. two was yeah yeah clutch well beyond running a badass template shop you're also a wife and a mom to three very cute kids so how do you handle those roles like incongruence with each other because I know that's hard as not a mom or a wife, but <laughs> it is hard. Yeah, it is hard. It was, it was really funny. My, my little sweet little Mason who is three, he got sick yesterday. And so mm-hmm. he wasn't like with a babysitter or anything. And so he came in and it was so sweet because I was working on Jenna's website actually. And Mason oh. is like in my lap. And then he just like falls asleep. And so I literally am like one handed, you know, designing this website, That's responding to messages. 
And I was like, this is it, you know? And so I think like one of the things that I've learned is that like, and this is something, you know, Jenna talks about too, is that balance isn't really possible when it comes to entrepreneurship and motherhood. Um, Mm -hmm. But aiming more for integration, like how does my life flow together? Because Mm -hmm. if you think about something like water, you know, trying to keep something like water compartmentalized does not work out well. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you can really aim for more flow, that feels possible. And so like my kids will, you know, my, my eight-year-old daughter, Serena will sit next to me and be like designing stuff in Canva while I'm working on oh, my website. You I know? love that. That yeah. is so adorable. Oh, you guys will freak out. It was the cutest thing the other day. Aww. She was working on something on Canva and I look, look over and the, the front of it says, which flavor of ice cream is your favorite? Keep reading to find out. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. That's, oh, that's a solid it. call to action, Serena. Like I for sure want to keep reading. And she's like, yeah, I learned it from you, mom. Oh. I was like, oh. So anyway, I homeschool them. I homeschool Serena and Sophia, who's five. And there are so many days where I feel a little bit insane. Like, what am I doing? But then yeah. moments like that or moments where they're, you know, making a lemonade stand and like their pricing structure and offer is like really great. <laughs> I'm like, way to go guys. Um, and then, you know, my, my favorite thing that I always say, like when anyone asks me about parenting is um, Nora Roberts is like, this is a great author, but she has this whole thing about how, when you're parenting, um, it's really good to recognize that everyone's juggling right? You're juggling a thousand things. And when it comes to juggling, we're juggling things like, you know, school picture day or soccer practice or lunch and work and deadlines. And when it comes to juggling, especially with parenthood and with your business, there are glass balls and there are plastic balls. And every day you have glass balls and and plastic balls that you're juggling and juggling and juggling and juggling. And we're not talking about five balls. We're talking about like 50. Mm -hmm. And it's just important to know like what are glass balls and Mm -hmm. what are plastic? What are the things that you can afford to drop because you are going to drop something on every given Mm -hmm. day? But some things if you drop, like if your kid, you know, doesn't get their braid done for soccer practice, like that's, that's a plastic ball. Like they can go to soccer practice with crazy hair, but maybe the deadline that day was the glass ball, you know, or maybe Mason getting sick and like needing extra cuddles. Like that was the glass ball. Um, And so something else had to drop for that. So that's always just my advice for any, anyone struggling in this area is like, you're going to drop balls and that's okay. But like aim to know on the days that you can, like, what are the glass balls? What are the plastic balls? And and optimize for that. Try to catch the ones that are going to break. Did you just become my therapist? Like (laughs) what? I've never heard that. And I have, like I mentioned, a one and a half year old and we have our second one on the way. And it does feel like we're juggling a lot. Yes. You have a lot of balls. Yeah. There's many, many balls everywhere and flying (laughs) at my face. Sometimes I'm like, totally. You're getting thrown balls. And like, that's the, (laughs) that's the other thing. Like people are just throwing them at you, you know, and like all of a sudden you have another ball to catch that you're like, I wasn't planning on adding that. Yeah. I didn't have Um, any more hands, but okay. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I, I can also, and if you're me, like, I have to be like, no, I will not take that ball that you are trying to throw at me. (laughs) Like, that yeah. is your ball. And that is fine. Yeah, so you take that one, please. Yeah. <laughs> but that metaphor has just helped me so much in just understanding, I like, first of all, that. like giving yourself some grace, realizing just how much 
you are juggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that it's not just like, oh, I'm juggling my business and my kids. No, no, no. Like as moms and as parents, just in general, we're having to keep track of so many different things at totally. all times and relationships yes. and friendships and so many different things. So yeah, um, something may have to get. Yes. Yeah. Well, I love that. Um, we are running out of time, but we want to get to our rapid fire questions. So we're going to just breeze through these and ask you some fun little wrap up Q and a, so I'll go ahead and start. What is your coffee order? I am a oat milk cappuccino, um, girl Yum. for sure. Yep. Or I like a short iced oat milk latte in the summer. Uh, I it. also really want to try those. I don't know how to pronounce it. Cometeer, cometeer. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I am deeply passionate about cometeer. So let me know if you, if you need a box sent to you. Yeah. Um, I, I like just, I fall in love with them and I recommend them to everyone. And it's really funny because people are always like, can I try your red coffee? And I'm like, it's not weird. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> yeah. We can put what? it in the show notes. It's great. Okay. Yes, love yes. it. What is an unpopular opinion you strongly hold? <laughs> so many. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. If you're on an email list, you know, someone was like, so do you just not like a lot of things? And I was like, no, I'm a very positive person actually. Makes for um, good content. Okay. Well, recent one, um, Jurassic World Dominion, <laughs> worst movie of all time. Maybe not all time, but like terrible. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but Susanna saw it twice and like, and like voice Susanna. texted me about it. She loved it. I so mostly, is- I mostly loved Chris Pratt. In it. He was barely in the movie. I, no, you're not wrong. My mom hated it as well. So, hey, mm-hmm. but we're gonna have a side podcast. That's just, yeah, that just could be a like whole pro episode, and con. Like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, if you could do anything else for your career other than what you currently do, what would it be? I'd probably be like a straight up journalist. Like I always wanted to have a humor column, like Dave Barry, or like write for the New Yorker. That would have been my oh, my it. alternate alt ego. Three former journalists on a podcast together. Yeah, We're all, this that's is all of us. We could I probably talk it. for like 14 more hours, but yeah, we, we won't, really could. We won't do that. <laughs> um, who's your celebrity crush? Ooh. Oh gosh. Um, I love, I love Blake Lively. Um, I love Blake Lively. Great hair, great sense of humor, really cute banter, like really, really big fan. And then I've always loved George Clooney. Like Ugh. George Clooney is just like, so just like so cool and so funny and yeah, everything. I yes. Love it. Um, what do you think is the most attractive quality in a person? Um, kindness. I I think that's probably the most, that's like something I would probably would have said sense of humor whenever I was 25 and now at 37, yeah. I'm like, I just like kind people, kind, yeah, thoughtful kind. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the best book you've read or TV show you've watched recently? I'm so glad you asked. Um, very <laughs> obsessed with tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Um, I and all of a sudden I've I can't think heard of that. that. Um, yeah. So don't, when you look at it, don't be dissuaded because it's ostensibly about video games and people like who are creating video games, but it's not about video games. It's 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 by Gabrielle Zevin, right? Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. Gabrielle Zevin. Yes. That's on my Goodreads. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely loved it. One of my favorite books I've read in so long and I read a lot of books. So tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. And then Bad Sisters on Apple TV is written by Sharon Horgan, who can do no wrong. Um, Just finished it. Super funny, amazing writing. Highly recommend. Ah, Okay. Love it. Okay. Two more questions. Um, What is the last thing you've researched obsessively? So many things. Uh, I know. I feel like you're probably like a deep diver. Like I got it. I am a really deep diver. What is like? What did I just research? 
Um, hmm. I'm a deep diver too. <laughs> I mean, I did a ton of research about Jurassic Park the other day when I was trying to ascertain, like, was this Jurassic Park in keeping with the other ones? And then I was trying to figure out who the old people were that I was like supposed yeah. to know that I didn't know. So probably like I, I spent a lot of time on Jurassic Park Wikipedia. I'm here yeah. for it. Okay. And then the last question is, what are you most looking forward to right now? Um, I am going out to dinner tomorrow night at one of my favorite places. I'm already very excited about that. I'm someone who like gets very excited about dinner just in general. Um, so that's exciting. And then I think, you know, we have a big black Friday coming up, a big black Friday sale. And so the marketer and me always gets excited about like, what can we do to make something like that? Not feel soulless (laughs) and terrible. Um, so that's, that's our current, um, solving that we're doing at, at tonic and brainstorming. So I'm really excited about that. Ah, awesome. So fine. Well, where can you look forward to? Yeah. And where can everyone find you on the internet? Yeah. So you can find us at tonic site shop, um, both.com and at on Instagram and yeah. Hop on our, um, long and weird email list. If you go to tonic site shop.com slash list, do it, do it, do, do it. it. Like it's one of the only marketing emails I read like consistently. Same. It is so, so good. It doesn't feel like a marketing email too. I feel like I shouldn't even call it that because of that yeah. connotation with marketing, but it just feels like a friend is like telling you this amazing story and you're like, where is this going to go? And then it comes back to a point. It's so good. Well, I've not written tomorrow's yet. And so uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, It's usually like Thursday evening, Friday morning. It may be about glitter. So we'll see. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Miller and glitter. As it should be as you're in Miller and glitter. All right. Exactly. Well, thanks. Yes. Thank you so much for being here, Jen. Thank you all for listening and we will see you next week. Yeah. I'll I'll be there. Right. Wait. Yeah. (laughs)